Welcome to our HR tech interviews. And this conversation is with Mark Stelzner. He's the founder and managing partner of IA. He's also the chair of a brand new conference, which is kicking off in 2024 called Epic. Okay, so final interview of HR Tech 2023, Unum's HR Trends Studio. And we have the perfect person, Mark Stelzner, who from IA, you're the yes, founder I am. of IA. Yes. You are also the chair of the all new Epic Conference. I am. Organized by the same, I guess, whoever it is behind this conference. Exactly. And you can we don't tell know. us more about They're this. nameless, they're faceless, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, and it's going to be happening next April. Correct. So can you just begin by giving us a little bit of, of who you are? Because obviously you're incredibly well known in the HR tech space oh, and beyond. You. And the HR is probably everywhere. But for, just for some of our customers. I do people transformation projects. I started I 18 years ago. Three decades of transformation experience, which is transformation why, it looks, experience. why it looks so young and fresh. You know, it doesn't take its pound of flesh on you at all. Um, and we help organizations from 1,000 to 500,000 employees with every aspect of their people strategy, their prioritization. What do I do in what outcome, with what dependencies, with what combination of internal and external resources? And how do I assemble this amazing amalgam of, of best fit providers, right, to bring my vision to bring engagement, differentiated experiences, combination of high-tech, high-touch to life for our population globally. And we're fiercely independent. We're not tethered to anyone. Nice. And so we serve as sort of a consigliere to the CPO. Yeah. And we work with her every single day. And so we love love what we do. But thank you for asking. What a cool intro. Thank you. And because I've seen you on main stages at various conferences. And let's talk about the new conference that you're leading. Absolutely. A little bit. Not to be jumping in the grave of HR tech that we're just finishing out tomorrow. No, no we, <laughs> we wish it well. Term. Yes, exactly. It's not dying or anything. We'll pull the sheet but over it momentarily. <laughs> what's next? But tell us about that. Yeah, so, so Epic HR was born from the concept that we're not having enough people-centric conversations. I mean, Ooh. I know that sounds odd. Mm-hmm. We live in HR. I've been in the function for 30 years. Yeah. And you would think, as you hear the employee value proposition, if yeah. you look at Unum, I imagine you have yeah. your own ethos, what you believe in, what you stand for. But ironically, if you look at where the spend, where the time, where the engagement mm-hmm. is, we're disproportionately focused on tooling. Mm. And so, much like you've heard from other keynoters and speakers, I want to get back to people centricity. Mm-hmm. If we truly believe that you know the snowflake in the snowstorm is our employee with their unique attributes, care yeah. abouts, et cetera, then why are we not then surrounding the employee mm. with services, tools, enablement, structure, capability, mm. empathy, everything that's necessary mm. to help them thrive? Yes. So, we, so if you think, certainly there's tech enablement as part yeah. of that, but it's meant to be people first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that leads us perfectly to one of our key questions, which is what do you think will be key to helping employees thrive in 2024? So going into the next year, if you could hone in on a key concept? Two things. Uh, Transparency and consistency. And the reason I lean on you would think I would say AI, no, that's, you know, it's it's the opposite of our company name. We were really prescient when we came (laughs) up with that. Yeah, we're we're intelligently artificial. I'm not sure which way we go. (laughs) But but the transparency comes to the fact that we are seeing unprecedented C-suite turnover. Wow. The speed of sort of pivots and agility into new markets, new products, 
basically every 90 days organizations are changing. I imagine that's happening to you all as well. You have a destination, you attempt to align all of your wonderful capable resources to pursue that destination and it shifts and it shifts again right. and it shifts again and it shifts right. again. So the consistency comes from the fact that if we could in fact pick a couple key careabouts, we could, mm. God forbid, put maybe 12 to 18 months of a runway ahead of it. Mm. The world is turning, right? We will adjust and we will be agile in it. But people can't even move closer to their goals because the goal keeps changing, yeah. the destination keeps changing. The transparency comes from the fact that we should talk about that. Mm. And we should talk about the fact that despite you know, the gravitas of leadership in the C-suite to try to bring calm and direction and inspiration and activation to the populations, oftentimes they themselves aren't necessarily sure of what's around every corner. Right. And so if we were just more open about what we know and what we don't know, who we are and who we aspire to be, then employees can frankly self-direct as to whether or not this is an organization that's a perfect fit for me. Yeah. HR then as the enabler, right, as the proxy, the enabler, who can bring that to life is no longer necessarily preaching or presenting something that might have cognitive dissonance. Mm -hmm. And we've all seen this, right? You walk yeah. in and you get, you know, you get the new mug right. and there's a poster and there's something in the break room or it's it's I guess what you have a new background that you have to put up yeah. when you're right when I'm sure that's never happened to you. Uh, you know, when you're on your Zoom or Teams call yeah. and it has all these values and things, well, my position is weaponize those values. So if the other side of it is how do we activate leadership? to hold them accountable mm. for the promises that they've made. Yeah. And so again, maybe not a traditional HR response, but the point being that if people need some sense mm. of predictability, mm. and if the predictability is there is no predictability, then you can mm. determine whether you can thrive in chaos. That Wow, so that's transparency. That It's almost that thing about change. What's that famous saying? I can't remember right now, but it's basically that's the one thing you can predict is everything's going to that's keep right. changing. That's right, 100%. Continually. And, and, and look at the state of the world. Right. Look at what's happening everywhere. We have two wars, two right. active wars going on. Right. We still have economic uncertainty. And HR is at the center of all this. These, these yeah. old days of the adage which drive me, drove me crazy then and does now, the seat at the table. Yeah. No, we're, on, we're standing on the table. <laughs> Yeah. Right, with a megaphone, right. because HR is put in the front of, frankly, caring for every social, political, economic right. occurrence that's happening around yes. the world. So the question is, we have that attention, Right. we have the credibility, we were asked to step into that spotlight mm -hmm. for a wide variety of reasons, so what are we going to do with the moment? Mm -hmm. How do we take advantage of the thing that theoretically we fought our whole careers to get, and how can we direct and inspire our populations to something that they can get excited about in a time when there's a lot of duress in the world. Oh, it's, it's tough. So it's exhausting. So, and so you said two words, transparency, and what was the second word? Predictability. Predictability. Yes, yes, predictability. E okay. even, even if it's, this is what we know for the next three months. Okay. Right? And that's yeah. sort of the combination of predictability and transparency. Yes. Or we're going to reach a gate, right? I, we work with all kinds of organizations all over the right. world, and we still see three or five year plans. Yeah. And when somebody, when we're with the C-suite and they're saying, well, we're building the three year plan, I said, can you bring me the three year plan from three years ago? Uh -huh. And can you bring me the one from two years ago Clever. and the one from last year? Yeah. And the point is, it's important to have goals. Some of these yes. initiatives yes. and products and programs take you know, years and years to initiate and deploy. 
But at the same time, I don't think anybody really has a crystal ball to look that right. far into the future. You right. have your core products and services, things that you offer, of course, to your customers. Yes. But things are changing in a way that I don't think I've experienced before. No. Yeah. Amazing. Now, you just said crystal ball, and I am going to ironically now ask you to look okay. into the crystal ball, <laughs> which is this other question we're asking. Um, your word for HR for 2024. So this is like, yeah, I'm thinking of it like a GPS. Like, what is the word that you think would help those in HR in the coming year? Leadership. Ooh, leadership. And it's, nice. it sounds a little trite, but in the sense that, um, think about career pathing. You've, mm -hmm. We've all had really interesting careers. We take individual contributors, and your career path is you now run a team. Mm -hmm. And then you run a division, and then you run a business unit, and then you run the whole place. So what does it mean to be a leader? Mm. What about career pathing for amazing individual contributors that have no desire to be leaders, mm -hmm. but need to be led? Yeah. So what, do we, what does it mean to actually be a leader in an organization? What is HR going to do to upskill and reskill leadership as a function? Given the fact that we no longer have necessarily the ability to control our teams. A, a great example, wow. we work with all these dynamic teams globally. Yeah. So let's say you put an amazing benefit program here domestically. Yeah. But let's say you have a team in Budapest, you have mm -hmm. a team in Singapore, mm -hmm. Shanghai, and it's a dynamic team and everybody comes together and you say, mm -hmm. and you're, you know, everyone's joining, people are catching up, and you hear this excitement from your American colleagues about this amazing new mm -hmm. thing that's being offered. And your international colleagues are like, Wait, what is that? Yeah. What's being offered? Yeah. So the sense of equity yeah. and belonging also needs to be brought to life in everything that we do. Mm. And the sense from managers, from people leaders, is that HR is shirking their work, mm. is shifting their work, creating a net new burden for managers to be HR professionals. Mm. The feeling from the HR community is that part of leadership is caring for your team, mm. is defining what team is, owning the leadership principles and stopping this inherent codependency that just because you don't like the performance review process, which HR doesn't like it either, like nobody likes the performance review process, yeah. doesn't mean that you drag in someone who doesn't necessarily even know you, your team, the outcomes that they're driving and the personalities. Because we're saying, you know, everything we read is data, right? The data is going to tell us and the yeah. AI is going to interrogate the data and that's how we're going to gain insight. Right, right. We need to go back to this people-first function again of still caring yeah. for and embracing people. But I honestly think we've lost our way. What does it even mean to be a leader anymore? What are the yeah. attributes? What do we care about? What should we shed? Yeah. And what should we amplify? And, yeah. and it's it sounds very HR-ish of me to say no, that. No, I love this. <laughs> and I love we're landing on this yeah. word. And I, I keep saying a bit like, um, the combination of words coming out is just giving such an interesting nuanced sense of optimism and the courage needed and the reimagination needed and um, the boldness, but then the leadership. Because, I mean, we're hearing a lot from these interviews of how, in many ways, this is the moment where HR has the path, it has Absolutely. a lot, like you were saying, yeah. standing on the table. Mm -hmm. So just as we finish, I'd love, how do you, in your view, what, what is, does make that leader? What skills are most important? It's capacity first mm -hmm. and capability second. Mm -hmm. So we're all, you know, those, I have a little bit of hair left. So everyone's hair yeah. is on fire. Right. <laughs> and right. 
we no longer have the capacity to do everything and do everything well. Right. But the burden, right, is organizations under efficiency continue to reduce, expect more, expect more productivity right. from fewer individuals. The burdens are increasing. Yes. So if we expect our leaders to lead, yeah. one of the questions I was with um, the C-suite of a 64 billion euro company in Stockholm wow. just a couple weeks ago. And I asked the C-suite, I said, do you know how you spend your time? Yeah. He said, sure, of course I do. I said, have you, have you ever tracked it? Mm. Have you ever done like a tack time study of your own time? Yeah. And I mean, literally, where you choose to put your limited capacity, yeah. in what areas, yeah. to what outcomes, for what purpose. Yeah. And if you did that work, and then you said where you should be spending your time, if you yeah. separated those two activities, you will find that you are disproportionately allocating your capacity to things that you probably would say are not necessarily strategic. Yeah. So if we can free up capacity, yeah. which doesn't mean necessarily shifting burden, it means choosing what we think is important and prioritization, yes. exactly. And then the capability is now that we can step out of the whack-a-mole hole a little bit and look mm -hmm. around and, and see perhaps just even a little bit forward, mm -hmm. what's the capability that we need for that moment? Mm. And I think that's the trick. We talk about leadership as if it's in a box, mm -hmm. right? That all you have to do is check all the boxes and you'll wake up tomorrow and you're a leader. Right, right, right. It's not that easy, and it's not that straightforward. It's as dynamic and agile as the organizations that we're supporting. Right. So it's what are we what are we going to amplify or care about at this moment, and yes. what is foundational to the accountability and responsibility that we take on the mantle of leadership? So, anyhow. Thank you, Mark, for joining Thank us. Thank you for the questions. The and concept. we are so excited for your next conference. Thank so you. best of luck. Not Look that forward you to seeing it. you there. Thank you for the time. I enjoyed yes, it. Thanks. Yes. Unum is a registered trademark and marketing brand of Unum Group and its insuring subsidiaries.